Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. This is the social media show. 
I'm going to uh, post our uh, Instagram link here for a few seconds until Eric shares his link. And I want to encourage you guys to follow us on Instagram. We are the social media dot show, the social media dot show on Instagram. I'm going to post that link right now. Without further ado, I'm going to pass over to my good friend, mentor and, uh, you know, fellow believer and uh, all around badass actor and just, man, epic content creator. Eric, thanks for being here. What you got for us, man? Good morning. Nate, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for sharing the room, by the way. Please give Nate a follow. Please give everybody up here on stage. Give, give everybody around you a follow. That's what that's what social audio is all about, right? Uh, welcome to Social Media Show. We, uh, we love to talk about social media. I want to talk today, Nate. I want to talk today about, um, about a, a, a social media medium that people don't often talk about as much here around Clubhouse, uh, at least in a lot of the rooms that we hear, because we talk about TikTok, talk about Instagram, people talk about Facebook, they're all kind of the same. Uh, a lot of people don't often talk about YouTube. I want to talk about podcasting today, podcasting and also storytelling, because they kind of go hand in hand. Nate, have you been a, have you been a guest on a podcast? Nate, have you been a guest on a podcast yet? Sorry, I was sharing the room and it wouldn't let me uh, it wouldn't let me jump back in here. But yes, I've been a guest on several podcasts and uh, I would love to start my own podcast. Uh, well, you should start your own podcast. Um, and I want to talk about a little bit about podcasting and about storytelling and how they kind of relate as well. I'm sure there are some people here who who either have started. In fact, I would love to know. Show of hands. Do you have a podcast? Do you have a podcast? If uh, use the raise hand function or flash your mics if you have a podcast, or uh, and then after after that, I would love to see. Do you want to either be on a podcast or start a podcast? Because I think those are a couple of a couple of different uh, a different options. And some of the things I want to talk about are some things that that uh, that I've talked about with. If you've heard of iHeart media group i don't know if you've heard of the the iheart media group it's a very 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 large power that's in this digital media space and they have their podcasting network the iheart podcasting network and we had a conversation i had a conversation with uh with the digital audio group ceo and also the coo of the podcasting network and it was fascinating to hear some of their comments and talk with them about some of their comments when it comes to podcasting and some of the things that they related about podcasting are things that you can relate to storytelling that you can also relate to your social media posts, etc. cetera. Uh, so does anyone here on stage have a podcast and is, is willing to uh, share what your, what, what is your podcast and what is it about? Megan, I see you flashing. What's your podcast and what it's about? What is it about? Good morning, Eric. Good to hear your voice. Um, my podcast started in the lockdown it was called it is called unique leaders live and nate has been uh on my podcast um and basically the format is really it's all about the guest it's about their story we're all unique and we're all leaders and it is about their story and my heart is to help others see themselves in the journey of my guest because as you know and we all know the hardest thing to do in business is to start and uh and then of course to continue on with it starting and then scaling and so i want people to see the uh story or hear the story and see themselves in it now 
I did take a pause, Eric, uh, because I felt that um, it was time to uh, not only repurpose the information. So each week, um, I have I'm taking the store as one of the people during uh, uh, Women's History Month. And uh, I did um, Alexander Gonzalez during his birthday uh, week. So I'm repurposing and it's called Propel Spotlight because I just uh, uh, finishing a program called Propel Your Business and Life program. And I'm gonna start up again and have a, a podcast uh, coinciding or tying together with the Propel program. So I hope that answered your question. No, that's great, Megan. I, I love it. What's that? And so the name of the, the new name of the podcast is going to be what again? It's going to be uh, the Propel Spotlight. And it's, you know, a continuation of a, in the same vein of unique leaders, meaning other people, their stories, to ha what propelled them. It's going to be a little bit more focused, Eric, than just their whole life story. It's going to be more business oriented um, and what propelled them in their business to start and scale that business. Oh, so it'll I be the that. Propel Spotlight. I love that, Megan. I, I love, I, and thank you for sharing so much. Um, and I love what you said, because that's one of the points, that's one of the key takeaways that, that I would hope that you would take away from today. And it's one of the things that you said, that you wanted, you wanted to highlight the guests. It's, it's about them. That idea is a really powerful, powerful idea when it comes to podcast, when it comes to storytelling, when it comes to content creation is the idea of characters. I mean, your guest basically is a character. You, your guest is a character in your podcast. Just like if you are a guest on a podcast, you are, you are a character for them, for their podcast. Just like when you're creating social media content, you are a character. Anyone you have that's in your social media is a character. And that's one of the big points I'm gonna be sharing about three or four points today that are that can be critical points and critical takeaways for not only if you are doing a podcast or for your podcasting, but also for your storytelling and for your social media content. And that is one of the things I wanna talk about today is, is characters, creating captivating characters. And why is creating captivating characters so important like why when you're when you're listening to a podcast that is guests why why is highlighting that guest and really leaning into them so important but if you think about it think about sort of think of think about your own life and what you enjoy to watch now we've done this exercise for other reasons up here but now we're going to talk about uh characters who who is willing to unmic right now and tell me what is one of your favorite movies or one of your favorite TV shows? Who's, who's willing to unmic right now and say what, what one of your favorite movies or TV shows is? Nuna. Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank, I love it. Okay, fantastic. Uh, why, who do you, what, what, uh, what do you love in Shawshank Redemption? What do you love about the it? The quietness of something that could be easily interpreted with violence, but there's that undertone that gets someone who's afraid to watch prison movies to be engaged. That is great. I don't know if I've ever heard someone be so thoughtful about Shawshank Redemption. I love that, Nuna. And 
when you think of that movie, w w what do you think of? Is there is there is there a character that you think of? Do you relate to a character? It's the is relationship there... between. Oh gosh, my favorite movie, and, and I'm really bad with names. The two. No, that's okay. Characters. You don't have to. You don't have to remember the name. The but, two tall guys. The two tall guys. Okay, great. <laughs> great. The two tall. Morgan Freeman, right? Yes. And. Yes. Uh, and now, uh, oh my goodness! Now I'm now I'm forgetting. Uh, oh my gosh! What's her name's husband? I, I, Tim Robbins. Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins. Uh, yeah, Tim Robbins. Really, by the way, really nice guy. And by the way, he is extremely tall. Uh, he has. I, I've I've met him at. He runs a, a theater group here in Los Angeles, and and I know people who are involved in the theater group, and I've I've gone and seen him play plays with him in, in it and met him, and he has really big hands. He's really tall, but he's very kind. Very uh, very kind, Tim Robbins. Great. Um, but when you think of that movie, right, Nuna, you you think of those two and their relationship, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Those those characters are indelibly etched into your emotional framework when thinking about that movie. And I would dare say that anybody here, anybody who's listening, anybody who's listening to this on the replay or anybody who's here right now live, if you think about your favorite movie or think about your favorite book, or think about your favorite TV show, what's going to almost immediately come to mind is a character in that movie, in that TV show, in that book. I was just talking with a friend of mine. I don't know if anyone here knows who Glenn Morshower is. Uh, flash your mic if you know who Glenn Morshower is. I'd be uh, shocked. Oh, Megan does. Okay, fantastic. Um, but he is an actor. He's a very, he's a prolific actor. He's a character actor. He's been in a ton of things you if you see his face and be like oh yeah that's right i saw him in x y or z and uh my my buddy is it is a uh has a good relationship with glenn morshower uh my buddy who's a, an actor as well and who i teach improv with um in fact i'm gonna i'm going to um change our little link here because one of the things that i always like to talk about is uh is about our Let's see if I can do this. Um, is about our improvisation. What link you want? I'll put it up unless you I'm almost got it. it. I'm throwing it up. I got it. I got you. I, I got it. Um, and so Glenn Morshower is an actor, prolific actor. He happens to be one of my favorite characters in the series 24. If you ever watched 24, fantastic ser television series. I, I'm assuming it holds up. I haven't seen it in a long time. If anyone's watched it recently, I don't know if, if it holds up. I don't even know where you can watch it. I don't know if it's on any streaming service right now. But 24, if you don't know what it is, it's a show that went uh, about five or six seasons. Every season is 24 hours in a day. So like if, it's, if the stories, if episode one starts at 3 a.m., Every episode, episode one's 3 a.m., episode two is 4 a.m., episode five, or sorry, episode three is, I should have used easier numbers, 5 a.m., but every episode is the next hour in one 24-hour day, and there's always a huge international crisis each season. So every season is 24 episodes. Kiefer Sutherland was a star. He's fantastic in it. Um, but there was a season where the uh, president of the United States um, was i can't remember her name i can't i can't remember the actress I, I can hardly remember her face even but her head security service the of her the, the detail the security service detail the head security service guy was played by glenn morshower and he had he was phenomenal 
And so I've, I've never forget, forgotten him. And that season was so incredible to watch. Uh, and one of the reasons was because I absolutely loved watching this guy. And so uh, I'm thinking about him just because we were ta- I was talking about him with my friend yesterday. We're going to have him involved in some of the improv stuff that we're doing. And, uh, but that was a character that made something extremely memorable is because I loved that character so much. Does it, it, does anyone else here, and if not, we can uh, keep talking a little bit more, but is anyone else here willing to share, if you wanna unmute, uh, another story, another movie or TV show that you think of and you immediately think of a character that you absolutely loved? Go ahead. Yeah, I got one. Hear me. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm gonna say Rocky Three. Rocky Three, Triple J. Uh, tell me, which character comes to mind? T- t- tell me. It's- Tell me. Well, well, I, it had a lot of characters in it, but to be honest, I'm going to choose a character that you guys wouldn't think of, his wife. Oh, Adrian. You know, re- yeah, Adrian. The reason why is because out of all that he went through, you know, Rocky, you know, he went the distance, the first one, he won the title, the second one. The third one, he got complacent and caught up in all of the glitz and glamour. So he, you know, you know, didn't train, he didn't, he wasn't watchful, and then this a challenger comes up to challenge him, you know, Club Lane. And then, you know, even when his um, mentor and, and trainer died, he lost the fight. He was, you know, down and out. Even the guy that he beat in the second movie came to train him and to get him up in the third, and he still couldn't motivate him. But his wife in that movie spoke, and I don't think she ever spoke for real until that moment. And she really poured into him and lit a fire under him like, no, he never had before, and he went back and he won the title. And I'm going to say she's the character that I really look at. Triple J, I love that, and thank you so much for sharing that. Um, you got to hit him, Rock. Come on, Rock. Mickey. Uh, it's such a great movie, Clubber Lang. Fantastic. That's where I the Tiger, that classic now anthem. I I can't help but get juiced up whenever I hear uh, I the Tiger now, and that's that's from that movie. Um, yeah, I, I love that movie. I love that movie. And that you're right, Adrian, she was a very soft spoken few words for the first couple of movies and that you're right. That's kind of her, that's kind of her coming out, uh, episode. And, and, yeah, yeah. and one of my favorites was in that movie too, Hulk Hogan, which was massively yes. huge in that movie. That's right. Because Rocky Balboa in the beginning of that movie, when he was doing all the glitz and glam, he was doing like promotional fights with uh and hulk hogan did a promotional fight with hulk yeah hogan. thunder lips baby thunder lips <laughs> oh so good you're making me now want to watch that movie i mean what a great series of movies i it, it kind of took a, a downturn a little bit but man those first particularly those first four movies in the rocky series just phenomenal um such great watches i gotta i gotta watch those again i don't think my wife has seen very many Rocky movies. When I tell her that I've cried during Rocky movies, she gives me a, a very hard sideways glance. Uh, but but it's true, man. Rocky Rocky movies are so great. But Triple J, I, I love that you shared that, and there, it's so related to something, and no pun intended, about what you're talking about. Is there's a relatability to to importance of characters. Often, our favorite characters in things, we find them relatable in a certain way. Um, we see ourselves, we either see ourselves in them or we see something we want 
in ourselves, in them. And if you, when you start thinking about favorite movies or TV shows and then favorite characters in those, you start to realize that oftentimes there's a relatability factor. And that's not always the case. Like sometimes a favorite, a favorite character is just this evil, the, the you know the the evil um, the evil antagonist, but maybe we we do find some relatability in some of those in some of those characters. But captivating characters and having captivating characters is one key element, not just for podcasts or for storytelling. And Megan also talked about highlighting guests, create making those characters captivating. So it's a great strategy to use if you're going to be doing a podcast is think about who is the captivating character in this podcast? Is it a different character every podcast episode? Is it myself? Do I need to be that captivating character? It was interesting talking with the iHeartMedia people. Um, for those who don't know, I'm the uh, head of creator development at a company called Collab. We actually have a joint venture with iHeart where we um, we ha we produce a, an iHeart Media award-winning podcast called Hashtag Storytime. It's called Hashtag Storytime because uh, Seth Rogen created a podcast called Storytime, so it had to be called Hashtag Storytime. But it's a, uh, it's a podcast just full of stories. By the way, if you have a great story that you love to tell, as we're talking about storytelling today a little bit, if you have a really great story that you love to tell, whether it's a heartbreak story or it's a really funny story or it's like a worst job story, if you have a, a story that you love telling, a water cooler story that you tell at the water cooler or you love telling at dinner parties, we all have great stories. If you have a great story you want to share, love to... Uh, to look at possibly having it a part of our ha uh, hashtag Storytime podcast. We're always looking for great stories for our podcast. Uh, it's an iHeart, it's an iHeart production, and uh, again, you can look it up called hashtag Storytime. So, if you have a story that you would love to tell, DM me, please DM me. Go to my Instagram, DM me, and just say I, I got a story to tell, and then and then I can connect you with the producers of the of the podcast and see if it makes sense to have you telling your story. Usually, it's a, like a, a five six minute story, something like that. Um, and uh, usually, you'll you'll meet with the host, and he will uh, he'll help walk you through the story, and it's a great experience. I've I've told a couple stories for the podcast, so if you have a great story to tell, DM me again for that, uh, for our podcast, hashtag story time. But uh, what, when it comes to these captivating characters or um, relatable characters, oh, this is what I was gonna share. The iHeartMedia uh, COO and the CEO of iHeartMedia uh, and the CEO, COO of iHeart Podcast Network, one of the things they shared, which was really interesting, was they talked about how there are certain podcasts that happen that pop up where what happens is uh, it'll be a celebrity or maybe an influencer who essentially says, I'm going to do a podcast and they start their podcast and they, they, they think that their fame is going to be able to drive podcast loyalty and listenership. And what's interesting is it never works. It just doesn't work. And I find, I, I found that, insight really 
interesting and a little bit surprising because oftentimes we think, oh, you know, influencers or celebrities or famous people, they can just, you know, they can sell the moon. They can, they can do whatever they want with their influence. But what happens is when they start these podcasts that there's nothing captivating for it. It's just, it's a celebrity. And how relatable is, this, is, is a celebrity to normal people? Not a lot, right? Uh, when magazines like, uh, like Us Weekly comes out, you know, stars are just like us and they, they have a whole couple of pages dedicated for stars who, to, to, be, to, to make stars relatable. And oftentimes uh, there's, there's a little bit of a disconnect between the relatability of- a Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Every famous person and with ourselves, and that's what stars are just like us tries to overcome. I think when we meet celebrities, uh, outside of the spotlight, we, we tend to think, oh, they're just, they're normal people. And I've certainly met some, some of the world's largest celebrities and, and a lot of them are just normal people, but, but a lot of times there's this disconnect. And so those podcasts, they, they don't succeed. And one of the reasons is because there isn't this relatability and character relatability, um, that happens. Now, one of the podcasts that did succeed really well that is very successful that a celebrity started is a podcast by Will Ferrell and uh, where he had his anchorman character doing the podcast as the main character. And that is a very popular character, anchorman. If you've ever seen the movie, you're probably, you, you, you probably got a chuckle watching the movie. I think it's a pretty funny movie. And that Will Ferrell anchorman character is quite funny. And uh, he, now does a podcast. It's a very successful podcast for their network. And um, because people love that character. So captivating characters, thinking about who is the captivating character? Is it every guest is the captivating character? Is it myself? Do I have a sidekick for my podcast? And then also expanding this to your social media content creation, since we like to talk about social media show, is who's the character? Is there a character? Um, and the character, by the way, doesn't necessarily need to be you. It, the character can also be an, an activity. Um, if character, you can personify pretty much anything in a story. Um, and creating a great character, creating captivating characters, there's also, there, there are tools that you can use to create great captivating characters. It's actually something that, uh, that I love teaching in improvisation. Um, speaking of improvisation, links to the room right now. Uh, I've been teaching and performing improv for over 20 years. My, my partner, my cohort partner in crime, he's also, he's been doing it for over 30 years. We, we do, uh, something called improv wizards, where it is a, an improvisation learning technique and school, but we love doing free workshops with entrepreneurs and people who wants to develop characteristics that are critical for entrepreneurs, like the characteristics of listening, the team building, teamwork, um, being better leaders, 
those characteristics you can develop using time-tested improv, improvisation techniques and tools that you can learn and you can practice on your own. And you can do that through improvisation and through learning those things through improvisation. So we love to do some free workshops helping entrepreneurs to develop those. It's one of our outreaches that we do with our business. And so you can click on the link that's in the room right there, that's pinned to the room, click on that link, and uh, we're gonna be scheduling one soon. We'll be, we'll be emailing everybody out. We've got dozens of people who are signed up for the next one, who are, uh, we're gonna find a good time for this Zoom, and it's a hands-on, fun, hands-on hour where you get, you get your hands a little bit dirty in, a, you stretch yourself a little bit. There's some stretching that's involved as well. So click that link. Love to have you here. I know we got, we got a lot of entrepreneurs who are here and people who, are, who wanna be uh, better entrepreneurs, better, better coworkers, better leaders. So you don't want to miss out on that. It's a, it's a really great value. Usually companies pay thousands of dollars for people to come and do have us come and do some training, but we want to do a little bit of training for free for a lot of our, a lot of our friends who are here on the clubhouse in the clubhouse universe. So ca characters, character building, really, really powerful thing when it comes to your podcast. I mean, I think about, you know, think it's Spider-Man, Superman, uh, one of my favorite novels is Ender's Game and the character of Ender in Ender's Game is just so great. Um, and you, you tend to have an emotional connection can be the strongest type of connection when you have your podcast. So bringing emotion and that's the, that's, the, that's another key aspect is this idea of emotion and about passion, passion. That's another key, key component that I want to talk to talk about today is bringing passion into your content creation, bringing passion into your podcasting, bringing passion into your storytelling. Passion is irreplaceable, I would say. That was one of the things, again, that the iHeart Media and iHeart Podcast, the iHeart Podcast COO, the iHeart Media Group CEO, that they shared when it comes to podcasting is you need to be passionate about it. Megan, when you were talking about your podcast, I could hear the passion dripping out of your mouth about how passionate you were about that. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, you have to be passionate about it. You have to be passionate about it. If you're not passionate about it, it's going to, it's going to read through your voice. I do a lot of voiceover work in, uh, in LA and you have to pull emotion through your voice. Your voice conveys so much emotion and you have to be able to convey emotion when you're doing voiceover work. And that's the same when you're doing podcasting. I mean, think about podcasting, that is voiceover, right? And if you're not passionate about something, that's going to, that's going to come across. And then if, if you're not passionate about it, why are people going to want to listen to it? So think about when you're thinking about your podcasting, are you passionate about what you're going to podcast about? But now let's also, we'll also expand that to your storytelling. If you're telling a story, are you passionate about that story that you're telling? If you're posting an Instagram post and it's a reel, are you passionate about what you're posting? Because if you're not, passionate about it, if you don't have a strong emotion about it, then chances are the people who watch it 
are not going to enjoy it or they're not going to engage with it the way that you, we want you want them to engage with it yeah go ahead no go ahead. i love it yeah absolutely because it's like anything you do uh this is super mario by the way um no because passion translates into energy i mean you want to take that listener the audience your client every everyone you interact with you want to take them on a journey and what journey is that you want to take them on do you want to are you trying to persuade are you trying to inspire but like you're, like you said, that passion that ener- that translates into the energy needs to be there or else, it, like, you, like you said, Eric, it's just going to fall completely flat. People are not going to want to do it because they're going to be like, why should I spend my energy listening to this? Because a lot of times we have a hard time listening in general. So it's like, why should I take my time out of my day to listen to what you're trying to convey to me? What do I get out of it? And, and, and that, that passion that translation of the energy of the speaker or whoever is trying to do anything. I mean, you got to convey that. Or like you said, Eric, it just falls completely flat. Thanks. Yeah, I love that, Super Mario. And and you also brought up sales, like trying to sell. I mean, how many, how many of us here are trying, at the end of the day, are trying to sell something? Most of us. Most of us are trying to probably sell a product and if you're not trying to sell a product, you're probably trying to sell yourself or you're trying Absolutely to sell selling yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, you're trying to sell yourself. Exactly. Super Mario. And so, so mo- almost everybody here, I would, it would be, I'd be hard pressed to find somebody here who is not at some point trying to sell themselves on something. And of course, when you're, I mean, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're an entrepreneur and Super Mario, you hit the nail on the head. When you're an entrepreneur, when you're trying to sell something, you, you are, you're selling yourself. You are selling yourself. And if you're not passionate about yourself or if you're not passionate about what you're, what you're ultimately selling, that is going to read. I know Nate has, has done a lifetime of selling. Uh, Nate, have, if you're available, Nate, have you, you experienced this? I know you've, you've done door-to-door sales. What has been your experience with when it comes to passion and being passionate about something? Yeah, you got to get good at just telling a quick story, but but making it from, you know, telling that story and, and, and is releasing that passion from their perspective, meaning, uh, you know, just being excited about a certain, maybe, maybe not the whole presentation, but a couple of parts of the presentation, definitely uh, raising the excitement level, being passionate about, can you, this, you know, this is so cool how this does this, but um, yeah, it's interesting that you bring that up because it's something that we catch ourselves uh, kind of getting away from, meaning we kind of get into the motion, the grind, you know, another post, another content creation. Like I've, t- I've shared this idea a hundred times, but we got to remember that our audience, most of them, it might be their first time, or even if it's the fourth or fifth time they've seen you talk about a certain subject, they don't remember the details from the last time. So definitely, uh, yeah, be a passionate about it. Super important. I love that, Nate. Thank you for sharing. And uh, I love what you bring up when it comes to social media. And that idea of, yeah, I've shared this, like I've shared this a bunch of times. Well, when you're posting on social media, I'll just give an anecdotal, uh, I'll give an anecdotal story. Um, Another thing that I do with my uh, job with Collab, being involved with this company Collab, which is a digital network of creators, I consult and I brainstorm with creators for their, for their content. And there's this one creator who has uh, over a million subscribers on YouTube, millions of followers on TikTok, 
and uh, and they are doing they're starting to do more sketch sketch comedy stuff for their YouTube and and they were talking about introducing this uh, this antagonist. Speaking of characters, they were talking about introducing an antagonist into their content, and he was really struggling with how do I perfectly introduce this antagonist, like comedically, but how do I perfectly introduce this antagonist? I knew it's gonna be really great for the storylines and this antagonist is gonna pop up in more storylines and more YouTube videos that I'm gonna share later, but how do I perfectly introduce this antagonist? And I, we had to remind him, said, listen, you're, you're gonna post that video and, and I want you to think about this, what I'm saying right now, I want you to, everybody here to think about this in terms of your own social media content. You're gonna post your video and you're gonna have a lot of people see it. They're gonna be these people who see it. And for him, they're gonna be people who see it and they're gonna see the introduction of this antagonist. Five videos down the road, when you post another video that has that antagonist or when you post, like Nate was talking about, when you post another video that talks about that topic, your hope is that there are going to be many, many new eyeballs that see that piece of content. So in social media, when you're posting videos or you're posting content, you are not just posting to people who are seeing your content over and over again. They're not gonna get bored with it. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about people seeing stuff over and over again because what, what is our hope? Our hope is that we get new eyeballs onto our content and you are gonna get new eyeballs onto your content because that's the way the algorithms work. They always send it out to some new eyeballs, some fresh new eyeballs at some point. And it might be few, it might be a lot, but, but the hope is you're gonna get new eyeballs, new people who are gonna see your content. And so, so don't lose that passion and don't worry about it getting, getting, getting old for the people who, are, who have seen it a bunch of times. Because I'll tell you what, there are going to be a lot of people who don't see that post, even if they've seen your other posts, because that is just the frustrating way that algorithms work in social media. So don't lose that passion and remember to be passionate about it and treat it as if whoever sees this post is the first time they're seeing it. And because you're hoping that new people are going to be seeing it. So don't, don't have that hesitation. Nate, I'm so glad you brought that up because there is that hesitation of like, uh, here's another one that I'm doing. They're just going to get sick of it. Well, well, fine. If some people get sick of it, who cares? Right? Who cares? It's social media. Who cares if they get sick of it? Because there are going to be a lot of new people who, who you're opening that you're opening their eyes to it. And so try to maintain, try to maintain that passion. And I, I also like what you said, Nate, about, about, look, when it comes to passion, pa first of all, passion is, there are a lot of different ways to be passionate or to, to have passion in, infused into something. And sometimes it's not appropriate, right? Sometimes, sometimes there does have to be something that's just more low key, right? If you're doing a presentation, it's, it's public speaking 101. You're doing some public speaking, you can have something that is sort of lower key that people are just kind of sitting to. But then when you finally hit a point, you want to bring people, you want to slam a point home, you can bring more passion into something, right? And, uh, and you can treat your social hey, media that way. I'd like, well. to yeah, challenge out a little bit. I'd like to challenge out a little bit. Because even in a presentation, I feel like you can still be passionate even when you're being like more on the technical side of explaining something because the way I look at it, 
in the same way of like when you play music, right? So like I used to play tuba and you got, sometimes you got to play soft, but to play soft, you got to put a lot of energy into playing softly to make it sound good. So, I mean, even like, like you said that, like you get the big energy for the big point, but like you can still convey like a really strong message passionately, like on a very like soft scale, more, you know, you know what I'm trying, I, I'm trying to find the words to explain it, but I hope you get what I'm trying to explain. Mara, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. I, and then, so let, let me re rephrase, I guess, uh, energy. Let's talk about, there, there may be a different type of energy that you can have. Cause yeah, you're right. If you're bored with what you're talking about at some point, then people are just going to get bored with it. So yes, thank you very much, Mario. It, it, it's so true. I think I was, I was, uh, I was talking more, more sort of emphasizing energy. Um, you know, there, 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 there can be ups and downs when it comes to expressing different kinds of energy, etc. So Mario, I, I appreciate that because you still want to be passionate about it. But express it. You can express passion in a lot of different ways. So you still want to be in it, um, and and I think that again that that comes out if if in this conversation that we're talking about today, if, if I all of a sudden just started started uh, being like, anyway, yeah, you're um, if you're showing passion, you can that can be good for your storytelling, and uh, you know, I mean that obviously now I've lost my passion for it, right? And I've lost I've not only lost my energy but I've lost my passion as opposed to you can be a lower energy and you can still just be very passionate about something. It can just be a lower energy. You can still be in it. You can still be present. So I think that's what you're talking about, right, Mario? That's exactly it. Yes. I love it. So thank you. Yeah. And thank you for, thank you for bringing that up. Um, and I, j just to bring up a, as a, a kind of silly example, I went to a stand-up show couple of nights ago, really funny comedian, really funny stand-up comic. Um, and he, one of the things he does is throughout his set, sometimes he'll kind of get like this and you'll get kind of like this a little bit like, uh, like a Jerry Seinfeld might at certain points or like a, uh, like a Bobcat Goldthwait used to do all the time. And I'd found myself at sometimes being like, I wish he would bring that in a little bit more because it's just so funny. Um, so knowing when to bring when to bring that in, um, it's it also you know it also reminds me of a of a story. I think I've shared this before on the stage, but I was uh, I was at church a little while ago. Um, I go to church every week, and uh, in our Sunday school, the teacher he was uh, talking about a concept, and then he said a day, I think it was something like March 29th or something, and then he said because that's, that's the day that we lost our boy. And all of a sudden there was this immense shift in the room, the spirit that came in and this focus all of a sudden. And then I, I hung on every word that he said after that. The, the emotion that he brought into it the vulnerability he brought into it, the passion that he brought into it. And that it brings up also the idea of vulnerability is being willing to be vulnerable. Brought in such a power when it came to storytelling that I'll never forget it. And you can do that. 
You can do that in your storytelling. You can do that in your podcasting. You can do that in your social media content creation. Is when you bring in a vulnerability and that relates to the, uh, the relatability that you can have for your characters, that can produce such incredible power when it comes to uh, telling a story. So I, was, I wasn't planning on sharing that, but, uh, but it just, it kind of came up. Um, Eric, we hear that all the time, but I think a lot of people I know, even for me in the past, and even sometimes when I create content, how can people commit to being more vulnerable, like, like digging deeper into their stories and sharing, you know, their, maybe their past struggles, just how can people do that? Are there any exercises? Is it just saying, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, how can we get people to start creating more vulnerable, authentic uh, storytelling type content? It's a great question, Dan. I'd love to hear others' thoughts on it as well. I would say one of the things that I would say is um, when it comes to social media content, and and, and by the way, the, the example that me bringing up is uh, is uh, what he actually said was that, that that was the day when my son went home. Um, when he was talking about it, I didn't want to get that quote wrong of, uh, of my friend who, who was the Sunday school teacher that day. And it was just so powerful. And I think a lot of times when we bring up vulnerability, we equate it to something like this, something like bringing up something that is, is wants to make people cry or bringing up something that is either a tragedy in our life or uh, something along those lines. And I think that's a little false that's a false uh, that's a false concept because vulnerability is just sharing something that you maybe you don't always share with other people. So I think Nate, to your question, when it comes to how do we how do we become more vulnerable? vulnerable vulnerability is 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 just opening up a little bit and sharing and really what it is is it's becoming more relatable for other people. So, think about some things in your life that maybe you don't always share as much or you don't put out there as much and that is one way you can think about sharing it to your social to your social media but what happens is when you share something like that you are definitely not alone no matter what you can share in your life you're you're not alone in sharing that because there are, there are other people who experience that as well. And then you become relatable. Vulnerability and relatability are intricately tied together. And the power of relatability finds some of its mitochondria is found in vulnerability, is when you're sharing something. And often it's self-effacing, right? Where, I mean, think about like, Think about Rodney Dangerfield and how popular Rodney Dangerfield, Rodney Dangerfield was. And what were his jokes all about? His jokes were all about making fun of essentially himself. And people found such a relatability in that, in the jokes that he would make so often about himself. And he would be so self-effacing, self-effacing meaning like, you know, self, self-critiquing, self, uh, uh, making himself look bad, quote unquote. So Nate, to that point of how can we bring more of that into our social media posts, think like, what is something that maybe you struggle with? And again, it doesn't have to be a, a heavy emotional struggle like losing a child or addiction. It doesn't have to be that. It can be that, but it doesn't have to be that. 
it can be something as simple as um, I have a big nose. Yeah, go, like my yeah, size. There you go. I was Super just Mario. thinking that. There you go. I've talked about it. It's like I feel I've always been self conscious about my big nose, but I doubt I'm the only one with a big nose. There you go. It can, it can be a big nose. It it can be something like uh, um, now my mind is uh, drawing. Mind is drawing a blank. It could be anything that either you struggle with or that you uh, like. For instance. Um, maybe it's not even struggling with maybe it's something that other people would find a little like gross or whatever is it do you i don't know why i'm thinking about this because i don't really but do you wear socks two days in a row i don't i don't but my kids certainly do sometimes wear socks two days in a row, two days in a row. is it uh you don't uh do, do you not brush your teeth every night right do you um wash uh do you wash the dishes in in do you uh, do you have some sort of pet peeve or do you have some sort of idiosyncrasy or like do you have to um i don't know every time you uh you sneeze do you do you do you blow something into your hand every time you sneeze and you have to do you have to wipe it in tissue i don't know there there's so many different things you can think of for yourself that you think oh that's kind of gross or oh that that's probably a little weird or uh, that's uh, that's kind of silly. Whatever it might be, you can share that in your social media posts and people will relate and respond to it. Either they'll look and go, ah, that is so gross. I can't believe you do that. Or they'll think I do that too. That is something I do also. Eric, it's Megan. Yes, go ahead, Megan. You know, I just, I, as you're speaking, I'm thinking about Barbara Majesty who's a master at this, you know, she could say, well, I'm on, you know, the Today Show and on and on. But she, from the moment she came onto this app, she created a narrative. And, but she's uh, with her story, but also with humor. And she, you know, she'll go into her dumpster fire uh, with, you know, and it's about cancer. It's about divorce. It's about her brother's fragile ex. Um, and on and on and on. But she, it's never about woe is me. It's about uh, her weaving her narrative with humor, which is, like you said, relatable. So it's that master of weaving all of that together, your story with humor and relatability. So thank you. Great, man. Thank you. And yeah, and she, she totally does that. And she does it, again, in this self-effacing way, right? And, and, and sometimes you think, I can't believe she shared that. And then you think, ah, I'm a lot. I'm a lot like that too. Oh, you and I are besties. You know, you you feel you feel this connection with someone when when they have what the world might sometimes perceive as flaws, but we all know is just normal, right? It's just normal. There's there there are normal things about all of us that other people might try to say are flaws but they're not flaws they're just they're just normal things and sometimes people just don't want to share them or are embarrassed to share them but man once somebody else shares them and then people be like ah that's me too and we find the relatability with other people and then all of a sudden they feel like they're your besties and it's such it's such a powerful thing to do in storytelling it's such a powerful thing to do when you're podcasting but to Nate's point it's also such a powerful thing to do when you are creating social media and how how can you do that is 
uh, find a scenario and you can do it. You can even just in posts, you can admit to it, right? You can, uh, you can do it. You can do a social media post. I, here's a challenge for you. You can do, uh, everyone could try this. You can make a reel. Think about, think about something like this that exists in your life. Um, whatever it, whatever it might be. Is there something that exists in your life right now that we're talking about where it's like, this might be a little embarrassing, but you know what? There are probably other people who experience this uh, as well. Is it like when you, <laughs> when you take your socks off, do you smell them? I don't know. I, I, I don't do that, but, but I certainly know uh, other people who do but do there's that. Someone who does, but there's, there's someone, someone who does. There's someone who does. Hey, l listen, when you pick, like, do you, along those same lines, do you, oh, do you ever pick your be like belly button? And, and then do you, do you take a little whiff of your, like your belly button? I've done that. You guys, I'm not proud of it, but I've, but I've done it. So like, what, what do you do? Is there something you do or something about you or a little like idiosyncrasy about yourself? You don't smell your socks. Come on now. I, I, I always smell them when I try to figure out whether or not they're, they're dirty or clean. Um, because sometimes I'm not quite sure, but. But uh, yeah, I'll admit it. I've, I've, I've stuck my finger in my belly button and then taken a little smell of that. Come on, who, who here has not? Maybe you haven't. And if you haven't, you should try it because it's kind of good. But, but, but there we go. Thank you very much for admitting. Um, but is there something that you do that might be a little embarrassing or, or it doesn't have to be something you do? Is there something uh, about you? Uh, like, do you, do you, um, do you wear so do you wear socks with with uh with with um uh with sandals you know uh i've done that do, do you do that um whatever it might be that's just weird bro i know right yeah. I don't do it all although i just did it to go get the mail just now there we go see perfect is there something about you and here's the challenge try making a social media post where the very the very first thing that, that we see in that video, in that reel or TikTok, is uh, it can either be something like on the screen, because here's a secret about me, or you can say, do you do this? Have something, have something that piques curiosity right on that screen, right at first, and either show yourself doing it or just to the camera, admit that you do it. That's all. Just try something like that. Throw a little music underneath it and see, see what happens. If you're if you're willing to do that, because that creates some of this vulner, vulnerability that Nate was talking about in social media content creation, and that helps your audience and the people who you follow and follow you relate to you more, and then they become a bigger fan of yours. They want to go on your journey more. They want to support you more. There is that relatability. There's that vulnerability. There's vulnerability in that, in creating relatability. And again, it doesn't have to be vulnerable, does not have to equate to heavy emotion. A lot of times we do that. We just, that's our instinct is equating vulnerability to heavy emotion. It doesn't have to be, does not have to be. And the, you have more things about you that are not heavy emotion than you have about you that are heavy emotion that you can share and be vulnerable about. So that's a little challenge, a little social media challenge for you this, uh, this coming week is give that a try. Maybe next week we can find out if anybody did it. Um, I'll try it. Hopefully you can try it. If you see other people trying it, make sure you're following people here on this stage. And, uh, and also 
pinned to this room is uh, a little fun thing. We didn't do very, we didn't really do improv stuff today. I love bringing improv exercises into our room. Uh, maybe next week we might do a little bit. I may have Lincoln come next week as well, and we can do a fun little sort of workshoppy type of thing for our hour to uh, bring some improv in it. And uh, because we're going to be scheduling a, a great free entrepreneur Zoom workshop, a little hour long Zoom, free of charge to everybody. Uh, and it's for specifically for entrepreneurs to help improve how you can improve critical characteristics of entrepreneurs of leadership like listening and teamwork and team building and creativity and tools time-tested improv tools that you can learn and techniques that you can learn to improve those things in yourself and you can actually do those things on your own so we'll teach some of those in that free workshop so it'll be a little zoom workshop sign up and we will find a time that best meets the the uh, people's people who are signed up ready to do the next one. We've got dozens of people who are ready to rock and roll for that. So uh, go ahead and click that link that's in the room. But we have our we have our assignment, our little social media assignment, everybody. Try to be vulnerable, try to do something that's relatable and vulnerable. And again, it can just be something fun and silly or, uh, or you know, quirky. It does not need to be a heavy lift. So today we talked about uh, podcasting, some some tips from some iHeart Media podcast experts. Uh, the ones that we went over most of today were characters. Remember, creating captivating characters. Who? What is it about the characters that's captivating? We talked about vulnerability. We talked about relatability. And uh, when you when you think about your favorite like TV shows, your favorite movies, we think about characters so often. So, wh who is that character in your social media content? That you post or who is that character in your podcast who is that character in your story that you tell when you love to tell a story when you're telling a story at a dinner party or at a at a water cooler lean into those characters who are those characters and, uh, and then of course we talked about passion bringing passion into what you're doing and if you have passion for something let it let it come out make sure you have passion if you're going to be starting a podcast if you're doing a podcast, make sure you're passionate about it. And passion does not have to equate equal really high emotion and just bringing out huge emotion does not have to be that or bring out huge energy. It doesn't have to be huge energy, but passion is all different kinds of energies. But passion definitely comes out when you are talking about something and engaged in something. So hopefully some of this helped you helped you all. If it did, make sure you uh, you share the room. Nate, I'm going to pass the baton uh, over to you. I'm not sure. I think I think we're ending this rumor. I don't know if you're going to go on for a little bit longer, but thanks for being around here, everybody. Make sure you're following everybody up here. Make sure you're following Nate, who helps organize the social media show that is here every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. Pacific to 10 a.m. Pacific, which is 11 a.m. Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern. On Fridays, we do this hour from nine to 10 or from noon to one. And uh, make sure you are uh, following everybody around you as well, because that's how you build up community, build up family. But thanks, thanks everybody for uh, the fun hour. Make sure you click that link that's in there if you wanna come, come enjoy a little free entrepreneur workshop. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a salesperson, if you're a business leader, if you're a team leader, 
you definitely want to come check it out. You'll learn some skills that you haven't learned before. All right, Nate, my brother, I'm going to pass it on to you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, we're going to shut it down here in just a couple of minutes. But uh, what a powerful segment, guys. If you missed that, just a reminder, the replays are available inside the Breakfast with Champions Club as soon as we shut this room down. And uh, as well as on our profiles, you can always uh, click down to the uh, past the bio of uh, any of the moderators that spoke on stage and find the replay on the profile. So, uh, guys, this has been the social media show. Uh, man, what a beautiful day it is here in Las Vegas. I hope it's beautiful in your area. But, uh, Eric, man, you talked uh, you know, about being an attractive character, creating the character in your content. So I want you guys to go over the weekend and think about content you can create. And uh, while you may not be the attractive character in your content, maybe you're not ready to be that that person uh, in your business. There's three elements that I kept thinking about while Eric was talking about the character part of, uh, of creating content today. And uh, there's three elements on creating content, building a business, uh, cr building an audience, building a movement for your business, building a community, whatever that thing is that you're building. If you're trying to build an Instagram page, a Facebook group, a YouTube channel, uh, you're just trying to generate an email list uh, for your, but you want to uh, create content that has a character in your copy, your copy, the words you write or the video you create. And then you also want to, the second element of the things that you create is you want to have um, a focus on the future, whatever the future-based cause uh, that's bigger than yourself, the vision of your business, the vision of the reason why you're creating the content, uh, a, 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 you know, a mission, the vision of what you're going to achieve with them if they join you as a follower or a lead or a customer. And then the third element to creating content that includes the attractive character, casting a vision for your audience is uh, offering them a new opportunity. So give them a specific reason to join you, whether that's uh, in a, a Zoom, like Eric gave you a specific reason to join his Zoom and learn improv, but offer them a new opportunity, give them reasons to join you in opportunity. So those are the things I was thinking about it as Eric Cartel was sharing today. But guys, we'll be back uh, Friday or Monday with the social media show at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But Breakfast of Champions will be here tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturdays. So we encourage you to start your mornings here with Breakfast with Champions. Find out everything that we're doing with Breakfast with Champions over at breakfastwithchampions.live and uh, as well as look up the podcast over on uh, the each, uh, your favorite platform, the Breakfast with Champions podcast. And uh, with that said, Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the the EYA Embrace Your Ambition family, Marcus Black and Ashley Faye Brinstetter, will be here. I encourage you to start your week off with the mindset and breakthrough tips that Ashley and Marcus always bring bring to us on a Friday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Pacific. So I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend. As always, guys, if you need any help building your first sales funnel uh, with lead generation or anything like that, building your first capture pages, I was on the phone with my good friend Christina Howard last night. We were doing some tweaks on her pages, and uh, uh, several people are working uh, with us here in the Breakfast with Champions Club. But if you need help with pages, reach out to me and say funnel. I love talking about your branding, marketing, and helping you get your first pages online so that when you go jump in another clubhouse room, uh, when you go visit a podcast, Eric talked about the uh, the importance of, uh, you know, storytelling and uh, having an attractive character in your podcasts. But when you go visit podcasts, make sure you have a place to send people, not just your social media profile, but make sure you have a place to send people that takes people through the journey of becoming a customer with you, uh, starting with a free offer, then a low ticket offer, then maybe a mid ticket offer, and then eventually maybe your high ticket offer, or that just gets people to uh, visit your website 
and, uh, you know, take a look at, uh, you know, the things that you've got going on. So if you need any help with that, reach out to me. Just say funnel in the DMs, and I'll set up a short strategy call, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll explain what that looks like. So with that said, guys, today is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it, and I encourage you guys to do so as well. Unmike, if you got any thoughts that you would like to share, if anybody has any thoughts based on today's Breakfast with Champions or social media show, unmike real quick and uh, share a quick thought or a tip or a takeaway, and then we'll shut the room down. Good day to be great, Nate. Happy uh, Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers in the room. Powerful. I love it. Happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers. We, uh, man, so many, so many blessings to count, uh, you know. Yeah, thanks for uh, reminding us, TM. I hope you guys have an epic weekend plan. Uh, whether you're in person with your mothers or the mothers that are around you. But, uh, man, powerful, powerful. Thanks, TM, for being here. All of you guys, thanks for being here. We will see you all tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right back in here in Breakfast with Champions. I'm Mike and say goodbye. I'm going to shut down the room in about five, six seconds. TGIF. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.